All right. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, as always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is June 17th, 2021, and it is week 124. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. As you can see from the title, we'll be talking about if you don't use it, you'll lose it. We developed and, and learned so many skills throughout our course here on this earth. And a lot of the time, a lot of times we will just forget about them and, and not utilize those skills that we know. And then we'll often forget them. And it also works in the same way with dealing with the Bible and reading scripture. Uh, you can read it and start off strong, but day by day, um, you slowly get further and further out of it that you just forget everything you know. And the same thing, and I can definitely attest to this, when you go to the gym and start seeing those gains and then all of a sudden you just stop going and then you lose everything that you earn. So if you don't use it, you'll definitely lose it. And I won't prolong it anymore. I'll pass it over to the minister of the hour, Minister Tony Banks, and I hope you guys get something out of this message. Thank you, Melvin. Uh, as always, we will start with a prayer if you guys will join in with us we encourage you to do so we would love that gracious lord thank you for another blessed opportunity lord we thank you for being such an amazing god such a powerful mighty god in our midst lord we thank you for being everything that you have been to us lord we don't deserve your blessings we don't deserve your grace and mercy your love and your truth we don't deserve it lord but you saw fit to call us your children you saw fit to bring us in your kingdom so lord we say thank you lord continue to give us the right mindset continue to keep us humble continue to keep us uh, wanting to live holy having that burning desire to do the right thing lord we know it's so easy to do all of the wrong things in this life lord but we're asking that you would just keep our mind keep us in perfect peace lord just help us to uh, follow those things that are true Lord and all the things that are wrong help us to just uh, rid them of ourselves so Lord we're asking that no matter what happens to us that you would continue to remind us there is a reason to have joy help us to remember that so Lord we're praying all these blessings in your holy name Jesus amen amen you know Melvin <laughs> you you brought up a good point uh, I I too can say so uh, for a long time now, uh, after working out, exercising, uh, you gain a lot. But after being out for so long, I've lost those gains. Now I find myself, you uh, walk for a certain period of time, you do a little strenu strenuous activity, and then you find yourself out of breath. And you're like, whoa, what's this? <laughs> but it's because of not using not continually doing those things that got me to the point that what the point where i was so i was even having a conversation i won't say who it was but i know melvin knows but talking to a person and they were telling me how they could do some sit-ups say yeah i used to do about 50 a night say yeah but that was probably about 50 years ago <laughs> so 
since you haven't been doing that, you've lost that strength that you once had. And so that's what we're talking about. If you don't use it, you will lose it. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. It's, it's the inevitable. It's just going to con continue to diminish and fade away if you don't lose it. Excuse me, if you don't use it, I keep referring, keep saying that. But if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. You know, uh, even as a child, I never wanted to brush my teeth. And I don't know why it wasn't hard. But, you know, having a mother who would stay on me about it, I'm thankful. Because if I didn't brush them, I was going to lose them. If I didn't take care of it, I would lose it. And so that's where... That's how life is. No matter what it is, no matter how good you become at a certain thing, if you just stop over the course of time, now you can now you might be able to get away with a month, you know, but over the course of time, if you just neglect it and never use it again, you're going to lose it. Things you say, well, I used to know how to do it. Hold on. Give me a second. You've lost it. That's what happened. So we're going to move to Matthew chapter 25 and verse 28. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. Now we find a story here. Jesus is telling us this parable and he's describing this exact topic. He gave. Now this story is talking about money. But now we oftentimes refer to this story as uh, our different abilities, talents, if you will. Uh, and so if we look at it from that angle, Jesus is talking to a person here who did not actually uh, implement what God had gave him. And so now as the punishment, God says, look, take it from them because they didn't respect it. They didn't. Uh, they weren't grateful for it. We talked about it yesterday. You know, if God, there's some things that we might not respect all that much. Until they're taken away. And then we look back and we have so many regrets. I know I can say that. Things that. I didn't take, uh, I didn't have enough respect for when I should have. Once God began to remove those things, then I began to look back and say, man, I should have did better. So let's go back up to the beginning of this story. Uh, verse 14, and we'll read down to see exactly what's going on here. So Matthew 25 and verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country mm -hmm. who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Now, this is the church. This is us, the children of God. God has delivered us his goods. You know, whatever ability we have, just us sitting here speaking right now, we can't get high minded and think. Uh, we're so mighty because we say, well, I can articulate. I, I can speak with correct grammar. I can do this. I can do that. So-and-so can't. 
God gave us these abilities. He can take it from us. I believe it was the man Zacharias. God shut his mouth up. He couldn't even speak anymore after he had been speaking for so long. See, God can do these things. He'll take it away if we're not careful. I don't want to get to that place with God where he has to take it away because I'm not using it the correct way or using it at all. So he delivered to us his goods. Go ahead, Mel. And unto one he gave five talents, mm -hmm. to another two, and to, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability. He gave us different abilities. We see they all have different abilities here. Now, again, we're talking about money, but I want to come uh, approach it from this angle. We all have different abilities. So many times we, uh, people who feel that they're smarter, they might have had better grades in school. They might have more money, whatever it is. People feel that they're better. But that's a dangerous thing. Because God sees that. People feel they're better for whatever it is that they have that they see the next person doesn't have. But now, God still created us with different capabilities. Now, I don't care how much I go and practice basketball, I just won't be as good as Michael Jordan. I just won't be. Now, you can tell me, well, Tony, you can be anything you want to be. You can say whatever you want to say. <laughs> but I just won't be as good as him at basketball. Because there's just certain things one person may be better at. God may have given that person five in this category, in athleticism. They may have a five. I may only have a two. But does that make me less than that person? Does that make that person more than me? That's the angle that we're approaching this from. So we find here, God gave them five. God gave another two. He gave another one. You know, Man, we got to stop looking down on people because somebody doesn't have the same ability. We have to stop that. That's how we are as people. It's natural for it. It's in the flesh. Paul told us there's no good thing dwelling in the flesh. And that's one of those no good things. Because I feel, you know, I had an issue with this. I had an issue with this. Because somebody didn't catch on to something as fast as I did. Say, man, I had to tell you two or three times. How many times do I have to tell you the same thing? But then I begin to recognize I have to have patience with people. I begin to recognize God has told me the same thing two, three thousand times. And I still didn't catch on. So who am I now? To look down on someone else for having the same condition that I have. See, we have the same condition that other people have. We don't know it, though. We're ignorant to it. We don't know that we don't know. I heard a man say that the other day. We don't even know that we don't know. 
I think he called it um, unconscious ignorance. I believe that's what he said. And then we come to the stage of conscious ignorance. I'm not going to get into that, but let's move on, Miller. Let's drop down to 16. Then he said, then he that had received the five talents went and traded it with the same and made them other five talents. Now, the person with five went and used the five. Whatever it is that God gave this person. You know, we all may have different abilities, but we all have the ability to follow the word of God. And that's the one thing we don't want to do. We say, well, I just can't help myself. I just can't help it. We can help it with the word of God. That's what he gave us. Paul said, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? If we don't use God, we're going to lose him. He's given us all the tools necessary for us to do better. We can love one another. It, it might be hard sometimes, but we can. We can. If we use God to do it. See, if I keep looking at Melvin and whatever flaws he may have, I'll never love him the way I'm supposed to. But if I look at God and say, God created this person. If I look at God and God begins to show me myself, He'll show me, you got some flaws. What about yours? And so after coming to that understanding, then I began to say, man, I have to love because God loves me. Even with all of my issues. You know, we can't get, for some reason in life, that's one of the things we just cannot get over. The differences in other people. We just can't get past that. We say, well, I just don't understand. Sure you don't. Because we don't understand God. So we have to seek his word. If we don't use it, you know, this doesn't even apply to some of us, man. Because we never even has, we never even had it to use it to begin with. There's things about the word of God we never even had. Because we won't use the word of God at all. We won't even begin to try to understand what God is expecting. What's he desiring? So let's keep going. So the person with five. They began to do the works of God. Loving their neighbor as their self. That's what, those are the things they began to do. The things God laid out for us to do. We have to put his word to work. We have to. Go ahead, ma'am. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. Gained another two. The person with five gained five more. The person with two gained two more. All, all the Lord was looking for was them to bring back what he had given. He wasn't expecting the person with five to bring back six. He's not expecting the person with two to bring back four. No, he's expecting them to bring back what he gave them. 
just what he gave them. If he gave me one, he wants me to bring back another one. If he gave me two, bring back another two. He's not expecting me to bring back another five. God is not looking for us to do things we cannot do. He knows what limitations we have. We don't have to tell him. He already knows. That's what Moses did. He began to tell God about his speaking problem. I said, I made you. I know. But you still can accomplish the job that I've given you. We can still do the job that God has given us. The things that we're telling God, well, God, I can't do this. I can't do it. We're saying that as an excuse. Moses was trying his best to get out of what God told him to do. He didn't want to go back down to Egypt. He tried to get out of it. That was probably the first time in his life he was happy he couldn't speak well. He said, God, well, you know, I would go down there and lead those people, but I just can't speak well. He probably was happy that day he couldn't speak well until God said, no. You speak just like I want you to. I still want you to go down there. I still want you to go. So let's keep reading, man. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Mm -hmm. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. God is going to give us time to do the job that he called us to do. After a certain period of time, he's going to give us time. He's going to give us the time. We just have to use it. If we don't use it, we're going to lose it. Go ahead, man. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, mm -hmm. saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. He said, I've been working. I've did what you told me to do. He used what God had gave him. Used it. As soon as we stop using it, we'll lose it. As soon as we stop using it, I have a car now. I need to start using it again. Hadn't been using it. Tires getting low. That's what happens when you don't use something. You continue to lose it day by day. We have to keep going. Jesus told us in one place, he said, we need to continue in his word. Don't stop using it. Keep going in it. Because if you don't, you'll lose it. We'll let it slip. It's so easy to let things slip. It's so easy to let it slip. If we're not taking heed to the word, we'll forget it all. Let's keep going, man. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He said you've been faithful over a few things. If only we used the few that God gave us. You know, we're, we're looking for God to give us this, this, that, and this, so much stuff from our point of view. 
But if we became faithful over those few things that he gave us, and it's truly a lot, but if we could be faithful over the few, he'd give us more. But we tell him with our actions every day, I don't even appreciate the few. God, you need to give me more than this. I can't believe you're doing this to me. We have to show him we can be faithful over the few. Because if you, if you actually use it, you'll gain more. If you actually use it, whatever, whatever it is, if you continue to do it over and over, if you continue, I mean, you can take driving. Well, I better give a different example because somebody will say, well, I know so-and-so, they've been driving for 10 years and they still can't drive. I better use a different example, Mel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we talked about exercise earlier. If you take exercising, if you run a mile every day, you're going to gain. You're going to get better. You'll get to the point you can run a mile and maybe a quarter of a mile after a certain period of time you might still stop at a mile but you can actually do more you get to the point where you used to breathe hard you used to say man I'm so tired I got a rip you get to the point where you say man I'm fine I'm not tired at all I could do it again if I needed to you gain because you continue to use it. This is how it works in God. If we use his work, we'll get better and better. We'll have strength that we didn't even know we had. You know, that's what happens a lot of times, especially if you work out in the gym. You, After you did certain exercises over a period of time, you'll realize, man, I'm stronger than what I knew. I never even tried to do this much weight, but I can do it. That's because you continue to work at it. If we continue to work at being the people that God called us to be, we'll overcome in scenarios. We said, man, I know if this had been five years ago, two years ago, one year ago, a few months ago, man, I wouldn't have reacted that way. I would have lost my cool. But the difference is you've been using the word of God. You've been enlightened by the scriptures. The uh, Paul told us, he said, the scriptures are able to make thee wise until salvation. If we use the scripture, we'll become wise scriptures are able to make you wise we didn't start wise but because we used it over and over again God blessed us with wisdom because the wisdom is already in the scripture we just have to go and pick it up we have to go and find it and use it so that's what we find here let's move let's keep reading down to verse 22 he also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Mm -hmm. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. He said, I, I've gained two other talents. 
I've been using what you gave me. I was prosperous. If only we use the word of God this way. We may not have the same capabilities as the next person. But we can still do what God tells us. Now that's an excuse. We say, well, so-and-so, they, they, can, they can be holy, but I can't. I got a sin. I just can't help myself. Now that's an excuse. That's an excuse. But now, let me, let me put it this way. See, some people, they're better at math than me. God gave them that mind to be better in that area. I might be better in another area. Maybe spelling. I mean, you know, anything. God gave them those capabilities. Now, but we all have this, the mind or the capability, rather, to follow what God tells us, though. We all have that ability. We just make excuses and we don't want to do what he told us. But he said what he's trying to get us to see is if you don't use what, I, what I've given you, you're going to lose it. That's what we're going to find out here. So the person with two, they were prosperous. Go ahead, ma'am. His Lord said unto him, well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Now, you know, if we see someone with five and they can do a lot more or a little more than the person with two, we would look up to the person with five. We would put that person on a pedestal. But I don't see the Lord do this here. He said the same thing to him. He said, well done, thou good and faithful servant to both of them. God is not looking down on you because you can't do what someone else can't. He's looking. The only thing that will make him look down and be disappointed is when you won't do what you can do. That's what disappoints God. We won't even do what we can do. Not what we can't do. He know we can't. He know we won't do that because it's impossible for us. So the person with two, he said, well done. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. Same thing he said to the person with five. Go ahead, Melvin. Then he, which had received the one talent, came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And, mm -hmm. and I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo. There thou hast there, there thou hast that is thine. <laughs> All he's doing is making excuses. All he's doing is saying, I didn't do what you told me to do. I didn't use what you gave me. It's simple. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. Go ahead, Melvin. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. He said, Wicked and in our word, lazy. That's our words. Lazy. Slow to do what God told him to do. 
And he wasn't even slow to do it. He just didn't do it at all. Lazy. But on top of that, he's wicked. Because he wouldn't use what God had blessed him with. Or she wouldn't use what God had blessed her with. It can be either or. So, he said, thou wicked and slothful servant. Uh-huh. Thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Mm -hmm. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. See, we're talking about money, but I want to keep it from this standpoint of our abilities. Go ahead, Mel. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents. He said, take it. What they have. Take it. This is what God is going to do if we don't use what God has blessed us with. Now, this is not a parable to justify us taking stuff from one another. You know, that just came to me, man. <laughs> see, the devil's smart. <laughs> we'll look at this and we'll say, see, that's why right there I need to take somebody's car because they're not using it right. They're not going to work, so I'm going to just take the car from them. You know, we'll come up with some stuff for why we should take something from another person. Well, I just feel like I need to take their money. They weren't going to spend it right. That's not what he's saying. God has to do this taking. I can't run up to somebody and take what they have and expect to be justified and say, well, you're not using it right. Give it to me. That's not what he's saying. The Bible tells us the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm not the Lord. And you're not the Lord. We can't take it from each other. So I know the devil will get smart and he'll put in someone's mind. Well, that means I can take it from them because they're not using it the way they should. That's not what he's talking about. But God can do the taking. He gave it to us. He can take it back. He's the one who gives me my speech. He's the one that gives me breath. Blow it out every second. Hoping he gives it back to me again. Because if he doesn't, that's it. So, he said, take it from the person. They wouldn't use what I've given them. They wouldn't use it. Go ahead. For unto everyone that have shall be given, and he shall have abundance. If we use what God, the few, whatever we're looking at that's so small, it's really much. But whatever we're looking at, and we say, man, I don't have much, be faithful over that. Because God is going to bless you with much. He'll bless us with an abundance if we can prove to be faithful over the few. But we can't prove to be faithful over the few. So he said, take it. Go ahead, ma'am. But from him that hath not shall be taken, taken away, even that which he hath. Mm -hmm. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. Now look at what happened to the person. Cast 
the unprofitable. They weren't good for anything. We don't want to fall into this category where God looks at us and say, you know, this person's not good for anything. They won't do what I told them to do. This is a sad place to be in. He said, cast them into outer darkness. Uh-huh. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It'll be a lot of sadness. A lot of sadness in this place. None of us want to be lost. But that's what's going to happen if we don't use the word of God. If we don't use whatever God's given us. Whatever he's given us. We have to use it. We don't want to let them down. You know, <laughs> we're sad to let a lot of people down, man. Somebody we feel that they've tried so hard for us. Might be our parent, might be our friend, might be whoever. We say, well, man, I got, I got to do this for so-and-so because they, they helped me so much. And You know, why don't we feel that way about God? We all right letting him down. <laughs> he said, well, he, he understands. He'll forgive me. Why don't, we, why don't we think like that when it comes to God? Now, he's giving me way more. Now, I love my parents, but he's giving me way more. He's giving me way more than anybody on this earth that I say I love the most. He's giving me more. He's giving me more. Why don't I feel sad about letting him down? The way we feel sad about letting other people down. We're disappointed if we let somebody down we care about. It hurts us. But if we do it to God, we're not sad at all. We have to have a change of mind. Because if we don't use it, God's watching. He's looking. We shall lose it. So, I thank God for you guys. As always, um, I try to use whatever God's given me. Because I understand he can take it away at any point. He's shown me that. He can give it at any point. We've seen that with Job. God began to take a lot of things from him. Not because Job had to hear wrong. But God was showing us and Job patience. What we need to be saved. That's one of the things we need to use. But we don't have any. But patience, we can save ourselves from a lot of problems if we have patience. You know, Melvin, if only we knew just how much or just how many accidents could have been avoided if the people involved had patience. If only we knew that number. Now, we don't have to know it. But I can guarantee there was there would have been a lot of accidents that could have been avoided. Lives could have been saved if we had patience. 
but the lack of caused somebody to lose their lives. We can, if we just learn the lessons that God is trying to teach us, he tries to teach us patience. You know, he tries to teach us love. How many lives could have been saved if the people in the situation showed love? Instead of saying, man, I'll knock you out. Instead of saying that, man, I'll kill you. What if they had said, I love you? What if they had said, I'm sorry. I don't want any issues. I'm going to walk the other way. Imagine if people had said that. Instead of what we call, those are fighting words. <laughs> And after those words are said, there's no turning back for us because now we say, well, I got to go through with this because they made me this upset. Imagine how many lives could have been saved. But the reason those things are happening is because we're failing to use the word of God. He told us, he said, agree with your adversary quickly. Agree with them. They might be wrong, but just say, you know what, okay. Because it's important to live on, move on. We don't have to lose our lives over these things. We, it shouldn't come to that. But because we're not using the word of God, because we're not using what he gave us, we're losing everything we had, including our lives including our possessions. Whatever it is that we have, we're losing it because of a lack of understanding of how to use the Word of God. So I thank you guys uh, for just seeking Him because it's important. It means a lot. I mean, we're talking about eternity here. We're not talking about for the next 30 days. There's some things we went through in life. And we got through them because we kept telling ourselves, man, this is only going to last for a week. Only a few more weeks. Only a few months. But we're talking about eternity. How would we get ourselves through that if we went to hell? Man, this is only going to be forever. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. There will be no way. To mentally get ourselves through that. No way to get ourselves through. So we should take heed right now, Paul said. It's high time. Time to wake up out of our sleep. So thank you guys once again for about the third time. And this time I will pass it back over to Melvin. Appreciate you guys once again. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I hope you guys got something out of that message. I see we have two comments from my um, regular Zoom members, uh, my brothers Casey and Roderick. Casey says, praise the Lord, brothers. It's a blessing to be here. It, it definitely is. We um, greatly appreciate you for tuning in. And Roderick says, let the word do the work on you. Definitely, definitely. Um, God speaks to us, you know, through his word. So we have to take a look and see. Um, I remember being a kid growing up. And I'm sure a lot of you guys know um, this company was called Reading Rainbow and their slogan was take a look. It's in a book. And so it's definitely the case when it comes to the Bible. And if anybody else has any questions, comments or 
anything that they want to say, please, please, please leave it in the comment section. Um, you know, I say that at, at the end of some of these videos, but no matter what point through the video, and even if we're off the air, leave a comment or message us in the inbox because we, we know that this is important. And so we're always happy to help and respond to people, no matter what they may have to say, even the disagreement, because um, you never know how you can reach somebody. Somebody may come with doubt in their mind, but if they listen, you know, have an open mind about different things about the Bible, you never know what could reach somebody. So definitely leave comments, questions, no matter what and tony said something earlier what was it unconscious ignorance because we don't know what we don't know and definitely we're not trying to know um and a lot of people think that is an excuse if i don't know well god can't punish me for it i mean but that's definitely not the case in one place it says my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because they reject knowledge and we reject it by not seeking him diligently by not taking a look inside the Bible and see what he has called each and every single one of us to do. Because if we take a look in the Bible, we'll see ourselves. No matter what we're going through, it's in there. There's nothing new under the sun. One place in the book of James said, says, look, in, the gospel is like a man beholding himself in a glass. It's talking about a mirror because we look at it and we see ourselves no matter what side we're on, whether it be the Lord's side or the devil's side, we're fulfilling scripture. But I just pray that we're all on the right side. And, you know, we don't even know what's wrong. We do things and we think that we're pleasing God when we do them. But when it, at the end of the day, he's totally against it. You know, God can say something is wrong. Like, for instance, he, 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 he says, you know, not to get a tattoo. You know, he, God can say something is wrong, and to us in the human eye, it may not be a thing wrong with it. But what makes it wrong is God told us not to do it. I remember being a young child growing up in my childhood house. About two houses down, there was a big fence. And my parents told me, you can play, you can ride your bike, ride your skates, but you better not go past that fence. And I would tell my friends that, you know, I would look at them ride all the way down to the end of the street and then I would have to wait at the fence when they go down and come back and they say, man, why can't you go past the fence? Ain't nothing wrong with that. And you know, me being, having my mentality back then, I was like, man, it's sure ain't absolutely nothing is wrong. But what made it wrong is my parents told me not to go. That's what made it wrong. And, and that is true because mom, she sees what I can't see at the time. Dad can see what I couldn't see at the time. So bring that to God's level when he tells us not to do anything. He definitely can see more than any of us can see. So my question is, why risk it? You know, God tells us to do a certain thing. And in the Bible, it says, be not drunk. So people will take that and say, well, I can just get tipsy. I can just drink just a little tiny bit, you know, just to get the feel good going. But what level does God consider drunk? So my question is, why risk it? You know, just just be obedient to what he's saying so we can one day hear, well, well done, my good and faithful servant. So I see we don't have any more comments. I'm going to leave it right there. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies 
every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a great message, great topic each and every day, and we hope to see you guys there. So as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy, and count it all joy. Again, there is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, even if it doesn't seem like it, because I know it doesn't a lot of the times. But there is reason, because we got God and he loves us. So if God blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. You guys have a happy, safe and blessed weekend. Thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always.